This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. While we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. So with that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce, and as always... I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. We're talking all things ETFs today. We are, Ren. The story is out of Europe. We've found some data around who's buying what. I guess the news story or the data that was released was from Bloomberg Intelligence, and they reported on the biggest ETFs of 2022. Yeah. And then we figured for the lesson today, we would talk about how you can find that data here in Australia. But also what that data tells us here in Australia, because I think the data out of Europe, the data out of Australia, and the data out of America would all say the same thing. It's the year of the passive. Oh, we'll say it right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the, it is the year of the passive ETF. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at some of the data. So... ETFs that were listed in Europe have seen 61 billion euros in inflows uh, from the start of the year to the 19th of October. Yeah. So, all these numbers are basically year to date. Year to date. Well, a couple of weeks out. Yeah. Um, 61 billion inflows into ETFs and at the same time, mutual funds, uh, i.e. like actively managed funds, have seen 200 billion euros in outflows in Europe. So, takeaway number one, investors- are choosing passive over active. They're voting with their dollars and that's where they're going. What's takeaway number two? Well, it was surprising to see that when you we dug a little deeper on the data, the impact that fees had. So we know that you'll when you're setting up your core portfolio, going for a passive approach, looking for ETFs that have low fees is important. And ETFs with fees of 0.2% or less have captured 22 billion euros of those inflows over the past six months, while investors have withdrawn 28 billion in euro from the remaining ETF market. And this is according to Bloomberg Intelligence. And you can assume that a lot of those higher fee ETFs are often those thematic ones. Yeah. Okay. So, they're choosing passive ETFs. They're choosing low fee ETFs. Love it. And then the third takeaway is that investors in Europe are choosing 
broad-based market ETFs. So the top three ETFs, not best performers, not best performers, most popular in terms of voting with my dollars, where am I putting it? Coming in at third place... If we set up our studio better, I could do a bit of a drum roll, but- oh. <laughs> We'll figure out how to do a drum roll. All I right, think there is right. a drum roll setting on there. <laughs> <laughs> next time. No promises, but hopefully next time. All right. Number three, X-Trackers DAX. Don't, let's not worry about the tickets. They're listed in Europe. DAX, and that is- The DAX is Germany's market index, like the ASX 200 or the S&P 500. The DAX 30 is the one in Germany. I've actually never heard of X-Trackers either. No, that's As true. a ETF so, provider. So I guess it's like the European beta shares. Who knows? That's probably defamatory to either <laughs> X-Trackers or beta shares, but we'll never know which one. So $3.6 billion going into that one. Yeah. Uh, number two, iShares Core S&P 500, $4.2 billion going into that one. For some reason, these numbers are reported in dollars, not euros. But anyway, so the German market index, then the American market index... Do you want to guess what number one is? The Aussie. <laughs> no, the world. The world. iShares Core MSCI World Index. $4.9 billion inflows this year. Just taking a super broad approach. Yes. Global. So that that's really the third takeaway that um, investors aren't, you know, going for thematic ETFs or sector ETFs or, you know, equal weight ETFs. They're just going for the vanilla, low-cost, passive market indexes. Yeah, which is great to see. I am going to say, though, I am surprised that I'm not seeing any of the Vanguard ETFs in those top three. Well, it's almost like you looked ahead in the notes and you saw what we were going to talk about next because while they may not be in the top three, according to ETF Stream, Vanguard is winning the race in Europe because across all ETFs, Vanguard saw the largest inflows in Q3 and it, and in Q2. So I, apparently BlackRock, which is iShares, mm-hmm. were the dominant player in Europe. But Vanguard, the last two quarters, have had the most inflows. Even though looking at this, BlackRock have number one and number two yeah. across the portfolio of ETS. Apparently Vanguard's doing all right. Well, I don't know what you found out when you were building your portfolio of ETFs to auto invest. Mm. Vanguard, from what I can see, in your major indices generally come out as the cheapest um, for some of them. So, yeah, yeah, it is surprising that they're not in the top three. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right, Ren, but that's so that's Europe. Passive over active, low fees, preference for indexes, uh, as we said, US, Germany, and all world. How is this or is this playing out uh, the same way in Australia? Are Australian investors, are you and I in this bucket? Yeah, well, you know, we try and build our investor toolkit in these episodes. And so I guess the lesson here is that you can get this data yourself via the ASX. Um, If they release a monthly investment products report and they make all of this data public um excel version or pdf version bryce probably downloads the pdf version (laughs) (laughs) it's a riveting report (laughs) but look it i mean look it's not it's not gonna get a hundred thousand followers on instagram but like the the it is it, there's insights in there, which I, I find interesting. So um, you can go on the ASX website and and do your own research on what is out there because it lists 
everything, every ETF, um, all 259 of them are listed. So you can get a really good idea of what your investment options are. It also does listed investment companies, rates, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff, but we're here talking ETFs. So we pulled out the data for Australia and would you believe it, Bryce? Very similar story in Australia than in Europe. I would believe it. <laughs> yes. So we uh, three key stats that we're going to talk about. First of all, just the number, sheer number of ETFs just keeps growing. Overwhelming. Between September 2021 and September 2022, 14% growth in just the number of ETFs. Not money, but just the, the choices we had. This time last year, well, September last year, 227 exchange-traded products. This year, 259. Wow. I mean, it's going to get to a point and it feels like it is getting to a point where, and we actually know that it is at a point <laughs> from no, the commu- conversation in our community that um, it now is overwhelming to figure out what ETF to invest in. So, you know how we've been talking about in Europe and now in America, there's single stock ETFs. Yeah. And so, there's like a double levered Tesla ETF, a triple levered Tesla ETF, an inverse Tesla yeah. ETF, a double levered inverse Tesla ETF. A lot of jargon there, but you don't need to worry about but, it. But like the, the point is for one company, yeah. there's like five, there could be like five or six single stock ETFs. They have just introduced the first single bond ETF. I know. I guess what you're inferring is that if this plays out across the thousands of companies and the many different types of uh, bonds that you can invest in, we're going to start seeing a ridiculous amount of ETFs yes. beyond what yes. is already a ridiculous amount. And you know what? Vass Vanguard Australia shares will still be number one. (laughs) But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) So, yeah, just number one, increasing number of ATFs. Takeaway number two, Vanguard won the last two quarters in Europe. Who do you think is winning it in Australia? The big V. The big V. For September, $670 million in inflows to Vanguard. Beta shares second, $503 million. That's actually way more than I would have thought. Here's the surprise. Listen to the drop. Third, Van Eck, $113 million. This shocks me that, and nothing against Van Eck, they've actually got some great products, but the fact that they are third on the list, where's Global X ETF Securities? Where's iShares? Where's SPDR? Where's like those other big names? Yeah. What's going on? People are voting with their wallets, I guess. Well, here's the data point that stood out to me. The ATF issuer that had the worst month, iShares, a net outflow of $343 million. Wow. Maybe they closed a product down or something. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Vanguard, BetaShares, Vanek. Yeah. Huge inflows. So, Ren, the third takeaway, uh, Europe we spoke about, they're going global, US and Germany. Let's take a look at some of the ETFs that they're buying here in Australia. And it's a similar story. Yeah, very similar. Passive, low fee, a lot of index funds with a bit of a caveat here. So a little bit different to Europe, but number one ETF in Australia. We've already said it. No surprises. It probably wins every month. Bass, the Australian Shares Index. Vanguard, yeah, Vanguard's, it's just like, Prints money. Yeah. yeah well, it pr- doesn't. It takes in money. Yeah, it's but- very cheap. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Cheaper than beta shares? No, don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it had $242 million in flow in September, which interestingly, if you do that maths, it's about a third of what Vanguard brought in. So, Ren, just to close out the fees conversation, uh, VAS 
is cheap, 0.1%. Um, management fee, expense fee, but our beta shares is 0.07. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Australian shares. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this surprised me a little bit. So, in Europe, it was stock market indexes. The next two biggest ETFs in Australia for September were not stock market ETFs. They were listed on the stock market, but they invested in other things. Okay. Second was BetaShares Australian High Interest Cash ETF. Okay. With $230 million inflows. Now, I would ask the question, why are people putting money into a cash ETF when we've got inflation ripping through? My theory, and this is a theory based on nothing more than a cursory thought, is that institutional investors or like hedge funds, like big asset managers are going to cash. And when they go to cash, they can either literally put cash in the bank or they could put it in something like this beta shares, yeah. high interest cash and get some yields. Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know what, I don't know what beta shares is paying, 1% maybe, but it's like, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you've got $100 million. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's my unfounded theory. Uh, so that's number two. Number three, beta shares Australian bank senior floating rate bond ETF. So for those not sure on what that actually means, a lot of jargon in there. What is a bank senior floating rate bond ETF? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they they need to like nickname ETFs. If you if you borrow money from a bank, let's say you get a mortgage, there are two ways that you could get a mortgage: fixed interest rate or variable interest rate. And a fixed interest rate is I borrow my mortgage to buy my house, and it's three percent, and I pay three percent interest for thirty years. That's yep. fixed. And then you can get a variable interest rate, which moves as interest rates move. If As the Reserve Bank of Australia moves interest rates up and down, the rate that you pay on your mortgage changes as well. It's the same for companies or governments that want to borrow money through bonds. They can get a fixed rate bond and the, there's just a fixed interest rate, or they can have a floating rate bond where it moves with the Reserve Bank of Australia. And so this BetaShares ETF invests in floating rate bonds, which are like your variable mortgage, as the Reserve Bank raises interest rates, the yield on these bonds rate increases as well. Yeah, inflation protection. Number four, Ren, we've got beta shares Australia 200. So that's competing with the Vanguard Australia shares index. The ticker's A200, $72 million into that. That is the cheapest ETF in Australia for Australia. Yeah, for Australia. For Australia. Do you know what the cheapest ETF in Australia is? No. I think it's one of the S&P 500 ones. Okay. And then, Ren, to close out, number five is the Vanguard MSCI Interna Index International Shares going global. Yeah. Just with a cheap uh, passive market index, though. Yes. So, I think that's the key takeaway. Investing can feel complicated. It can feel like you need to be smarter than the next person. You need to find something that no one else knows about. But really, like the smart money, the big money is flowing into low cost, passive, just market index funds. Yes. The most vanilla of vanilla products. And if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, great way to finish. Enough said. And just, uh, I found the cheapest ETF in Australia. Do you want to have a guess or do you want me to just tell you? Just tell us. VTS, Vanguard US Total Market Shares Index. 
0.03%. Wow, that is cheap. Will we ever see just a no fee ETF? Maybe. It'd be a nice marketing gimmick. It would be. Maybe we can do it. <laughs> no. But anyway, Ren, let's leave it there. <laughs> we will pick it up again next week. If you do enjoy the show, please rate and review on uh, on your podcast app. It does help us get our exposure to new listeners and we would really appreciate it. Have a great day. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.